up, everybody? Today we got an exciting bonus episode for you. Today we talked to Coach Callie Barlow of the Richmond University women's golf team, the Spiders. She joins the podcast and talks about her life as a coach and what her accomplishments have been as a player, a three-time All-American, four-time Tennessee amateur women's champion. She is the real deal. She played three seasons on the Symmetra LPGA Tour, which is right now called the Epson Tour. It's the tour, like, for the men's corn fairy. So she is legit. She got her amateur status again, so she's right back in the thick of things, getting her game ready. But she's doing a lot of great things with the Richmond University's program. Take a listen, and I hope you enjoy Hello, everyone. My name is Victor Herrera, and today I have a special guest, Coach Callie Barlow at Richmond University. How are you doing, Coach? I'm doing well, doing well. Um, kind of bummed that our seasons come to a quick end, but uh, I'm doing well other than that. <laughs> yes, it's never a good thing when your season comes to a great uh, to a quick end like that, but you know, Judging by what I've been able to look at the teams, it's nothing to be disappointed about from where y'all have come. Not at all. Not at all. Um, it was it was a fun spring. Um, we had our ups and we had our downs and um, ended in a good fashion, I thought, except that one stroke. But um, every stroke counts, right? Uh, yes, ma'am. And we'll <laughs> get into that one stroke here in a bit. I want to introduce you. You know, uh, as I told you kind of before we got started, I did my homework on you and it was a lot to take notes on. Um, for starters, I have uh, your four-time Tennessee Women's Amateur Player of the Year, uh, three-time All-American at Virginia University, won the U.S. Women's Southern Amateur in 2011. You turned pro in 2012 to 2014 and you placed in the top 10 five times on the LPGA Symmetra Tour. Is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. Is there any accomplishments that I may have left out that you have done? I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I played a lot. Um, I have not played a lot recently. I actually ended up getting my amateur status back. So I'm oh, kind wow. of looking forward to maybe playing in some, um, local Virginia stuff, um, maybe trying to qualify for a USAM, who knows, but I'm trying to get my game back in shape now that uh, summer is here. Uh, when you're at Virginia University, I, I guess we'll just start, what made you choose that school? Were there other offers? Kind of what did um, you do there? Yeah, so I was actually deciding between four other schools. Um, my parents made me go visit uh, on a big holiday weekend that I didn't want to miss at home. And my parents said, you have to go visit this place. Um, I never admitted to them that I loved it when I left uh, until we went on a couple other visits. Uh, and then we left my final visit and I said, you guys were right. And I really do like Virginia. So, um, I mean, the coach played a big part in that. The team played a big part of my decision. Um, and it's a really cool place Charlottesville is so um yeah out of your time there I mean three-time All-American that that's a really big deal uh what would you <laughs> say was your one highlight from your time playing at Virginia um 
I would probably say my uh, sophomore year, I got sixth at nationals up at Caves Valley in Maryland. Um, I don't know why I remember that one so well. Um, and I actually, and then the following year, my junior year, I actually won a regional, an NCAA re- regional. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I, I've had a good, I had a good run at UVA and um, I didn't realize how big of a deal it was to be an All-American at the time, I don't think. Um, But looking back, um, there's some things obviously I would have changed about my career. Um, Probably would have worked a little harder um, in those regards, but uh, my time at UVA was um, pretty special and um, yeah. I feel every very competitive athlete always says, man, I could have worked a little yeah. harder. Like, <laughs> and that's how you know that you have that instinct to always compete because it's always seems like never enough. No, it's never enough. And um, I'm sure my team looking back will say the same thing at one point in their career, um, either in schoolwork or in golf or in what other extracurricular activities that they do. Um, I think just why didn't I get five more minutes here? Why didn't I get five more minutes there? So um, yes, that's something ma'am. that I've learned over time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. I think it's something that every athlete kind of realizes, but realizes a little too late. They, um, yes, exactly. Know, exactly. That, that's how it was. Before we jump in your time here yeah. at Richmond and when you got hired, uh, I do want to know, what is your highlight from being on the LB, LPGA Symmetra Tour like? What was that like? Yeah, um, I really enjoyed my time doing it. Uh, the reason that I stopped was because I really like to lay my head on the same pillow every single night in the same place. Um, traveling was a little hard for me. Um, I think the people that you meet um, traveling the countryside. We did not travel to huge cities. It was lots of small places. Um, and we stayed with families, which was really cool. So, um, those families kind of became family to us. So I think that's my highlight of all the people that I've met along the way, um, playing the Symmetra tour. Um, I'm still in touch with a lot of them, which is kind of cool. Um, so though that's one of the probably the main thing that I really, really liked about traveling. I mean, traveling this sounds fun, but I imagine when it's yeah. a full-time job, it's uh, definitely can overtake your body and your it's, your mind as well. Yeah, so I mean you're paycheck to paycheck every week. So um it's a tough life, but um <laughs> I did like, I loved doing it, um, the three years that I did it. And when my time came to an end, I was ready. What was your best round during that time? What do you say? Oh gosh. Now, if my, if you would ask my father this question, he could tell you every shot that I hit on that best round. So, um, there was actually a tournament in Iowa city, Iowa, small town in Iowa that we played that I, uh, really, it was a funky golf course, but played really well. Um, I think I got um, fourth place that week. Um, oh, okay. That's one of my top ones that I really, that I remember, that I suit, that I really, really remember. So um, I can't say that I ever went a bogey-free round because I'm pretty sure I did have some bogey so, um, in there. So uh, yeah, 
Well, with your accomplishments, I'm sure it's uh, very far fewer bogeys than like yeah. me or my family <laughs> that I played with this weekend. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, before you go to Richmond, you go to Virginia University and you're an assistant. Um, kind of what led you to go back to where you played your college? Yeah, so the coach that was there who hired me as an assistant is the coach that I played for. Um, and she really was a mentor for me and kind of showed me um, when I got out on tour, I heard a lot of grumblings of I didn't enjoy my college experience. I didn't like my coach. And I was like, well, that's just not the experience that I had. So um, when she said, hey, Callie, I've got an opening for an assistant. Would you want to come back? I jumped on that opportunity because um, I felt like coaching was kind of my calling after I'd gotten off tour um, because people saying that they didn't enjoy their college experience. So I was one of the lucky few who really loved my college coach um, and learning from her um, was probably one of the best experiences that um, has brought me here today uh, and how she treats people and um, her knowledge of, of the golf game and just how she runs her program is is pretty cool. So it was really neat for me to go back and learn from her um, and then at one point take over my own program. So whenever you took the job at Richmond, um, did you feel that maybe the difficulties were going to be too far difficult to overcome or did you find it as a really exciting challenge that you can make your beginning mark in your career here? Yeah, so I I really, like, it still is a challenge every single day, right? Um, but I'm, I'm comfortable here now. And, um, but at the beginning, I was a little overwhelmed with all of it. But um, this is a, it's such an amazing place. And I'm so glad to have the opportunity to coach here at Richmond. You know, uh, so you were hired in June of 2019. COVID obviously impacted very, very greatly in your beginning stint at Richmond. Um, but I saw that y'all got y'all's first win in your first full season since 2017. What we kind did. of emotions did you feel whenever you realized that, hey, we got it was it was. Yeah, it was kind of a sigh of relief. Um, to, to get a win. Um, yeah. So this was my first full year, full season with the team, um, which is actually kind of crazy because everything was so chopped up and we couldn't really get into a groove. And I think we got into a pretty good groove this spring um, and the fall um, when we did get our win. So uh, it was exciting to get that, uh, especially for my seniors who um, hadn't really experienced, they'd experienced a win in 17 or no, they hadn't. So it was nice to have, get them a win as well. So, yeah. And I, I, you brought up uh, one stroke earlier and I saw in the uh, Patriots <laughs> league, you finished second and it's by one stroke. Um, first off, was that hard on your girls? Like, I mean, when you come that close, I mean, I'm sure everybody's thinking, well, if I would have just played this shot this way, then I could have got rid of that one stroke. Then we would be right there in first and not second. 
Yeah, I think it's the same thing as I could have worked a little harder, right? That we talked about earlier. Um, that one stroke, um, it was a pretty emotional ending. Um, it was, I knew the golf tournament wasn't over once we got to 16, 17, and 18 are pretty tough holes. Um, we were seven strokes down going into those holes. So we did have a little comeback. Um, so that was positive. Uh, and those are the three holes that really practice. There's some difficult shots on those holes um, that we had. I think we did a really good job of preparing for and we executed them. So that was kind of that was neat for me to see. Um, but losing by one stroke is 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 pretty emotional. Um, I think my team really wanted to get seniors a championship. Um, but falling short is uh, there was a lot of tears <laughs> yeah. um, from everybody. So um, yeah, it was tough. You know, from a coaching standpoint, I, I imagine you still had to feel somewhat successful. Like you, you also had to have seen the positives because not only did you finish second as a team, but I believe I, if I saw it correctly, you had an individual play second for the whole tournament as well. I did. I did. So yeah, I think, I think my girls will look back and see the positive, but at the moment it wasn't the most positive experience for all of us. <laughs> um, and Rory who got second um, was actually trying to defend because she won um, Patriot league last year. So um, it was still a good finish for her. Um, you know, going from when you get hired to getting that first win in three, four years and your first full season with the team to now, obviously recruiting has taken a big part in that. How have this has been more difficult recruiting young golfers to come and golf for you or has it kind of gotten easier now that you've kind of built a rep for Richmond University golf? Yeah, so I still think it's it's difficult um, not to. I think once you get um, student athlete perspective, student athletes on campus, I think they absolutely love it. Um, it's getting them to come visit, and um, I have made a good name for it, which it's a good thing. Um, this will actually be my first full summer that I can fully recruit. Um, last summer I had a baby and then the summer before that was COVID. So this is actually my first every full, full summer on the road and not tons of virtual stuff, which I'm really excited to see. So, um, but the girls that I have coming in for the class of 2022, um, love the game of golf, love Richmond. So I'm excited to see what they have in store. Well, if you ever need a make a recruiting trip in San Antonio. I can okay. definitely uh, show you where all the good places are down here. Um, awesome, awesome. I will say, my I have a daughter and she's five. She's starting uh -huh. to really love the game of golf. We went to the San, Inter San Antonio Valero Open not too long ago down here. And um, for others out there that have young daughters, what's that important first step getting them into the game of golf? Uh, I guess, how did you get into the game of golf? Yeah, so I just drove around in the cart with my dad. So I was clearly more interested in driving the cart than golfing. Um, and then my dad cut down some of his golf clubs and he says to me, 
now that I have children, he's like, Callie, do not give them light clubs. Do not give them heavy clubs. Do not cut down your clubs because they're way too heavy for little kids. So, um, but that's how I started. I'm um, just hitting a couple shots, going out on the golf course with my dad um, and then took a little interest. I did play with tons of other sports. Um, and I think that's important for all parents and kids to do is to play many other sports. Um, and I know specialization is a big thing right now. So um, not doing that too early and keeping them athletic all through high school. I think that really helps them in the long run. Um, what other sports did you play? Were, was there any interest in going to college for them other sports that we may not be seeing the great Cali Barlow that we see today? <laughs> yeah, so I played high school basketball, and if I just had a few more inches, I would have loved to have played college basketball, but um, I actually played all through my senior year, and everyone's like, well, aren't you going to get hurt? And um, I wasn't too, too worried about it, um, but I would have, I think, if somebody would have come to me for an offer, I didn't shoot well enough to be a guard. So um, I was a little bulldog under the getting everybody's knees and the um, I'm a five, four number played five, which is never good. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, but I loved my experience playing golf. Um, and I do think me playing basketball helped with the team aspect of it because I did understand um, being on a team and playing for a team. I mean, I think that can be a difficult transition for playing an individual sport, going to a team sport. At what age did you realize or were other people saying, hey, you can go somewhere in the golf world? Like you, you have, you have something special. Yeah. So my parents told me my sophomore year in high school and back then you could recruit way early. There weren't things, there were people in eighth grade committing, there were people your freshman year committing. Um, and after my sophomore summer, my parents looked at me and says, it's your decision and you can, you're gonna go to school either way, but you can either go play golf or um, not, you can just be a regular student. And I was determined to play golf. So that's kind of when I realized it. And that was pretty late in the game, just like, if you would have told me my freshman year that I would have played on the LPGA Symmetra Tour, I would have laughed at you probably. So um, I didn't decide that until late in my um, beginning of my senior year. I, I wasn't, um, I hadn't jumped on the bandwagon yet for playing professionally. So I uh, finally did my senior year. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad you did. I mean, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely earned it with all them accomplishments. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Um, so this next little section, it's just kind of a couple of questions, just kind of first one right off the top of your head. Uh, who is your favorite player on tour to watch, women's and men's, whichever one? I'm going to say Jordan Spieth right now. Uh, he's a Texas. He's the first one that comes to mind. He's a Texas guy. <laughs> yes. Um, what has been your favorite course to ever play on? I'm going to say Caves Valley because I played really well there up in Maryland where I got sick. So <laughs> always where you played the best. Uh, hey, exactly. Exactly. Oh, uh, if you had a go-to club, what is that go-to club in your bag? My eight iron. 
And what is your favorite golf movie? Oh gosh, I'm not a big movie person. Um, I'd probably say Bagger Vance is pretty good. I've also read the book. So um, that's, that's probably one of my favorites that comes to mind. I, I have seen the movie. I, I'm a fan. I'm going to have to read the book now because I'm beyond. Yeah, well, the book's always it. better than the, yeah, the book's always better. So anyway. So after so much of what you have accomplished at Richmond thus far, um, what do you expect to see from your team next year? Yeah, so I do, I won't, I have, um, I'm, missing or I'm sending off two seniors who also who played um but my youngins did really well at conference so I'm really excited to see um what they can accomplish next year obviously we're striving for um, a Patriot League championship um but uh we're gonna work hard this summer work hard next fall and then um hopefully get us a championship next spring and we will be here in Richmond playing. So um, hopefully we'll have a little bit of a one-up. Oh, absolutely. It's always nice whenever you ain't got to be the away team during something like that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so. You mentioned this is going to be your first summer really hitting it hard on the recruiting. I mean, in the world of college sports right now, the transfer portal's big. Is that something that you necessarily look at too? Or is you kind of want to grow these players to stay all four years? I here at Richmond and in my program, I like to stay all four years um, and kind of grow them. I haven't, I've looked at the transfer portal. Now I haven't kind of dipped into it uh, or contacted people in it. I just, I don't know. I like my kids to stay all four years and um, grow them as people and as golfers. So. Absolutely. That, that's kind of, I feel like if you have that mindset, then you're definitely supposed to be a coach. And uh, <laughs> I do have another question. I completely okay. mind. Um, if you could give one tip to an app, like to a, just a weekend warrior, what would it be? Practice your short game the most that you can, because that's the thing that's going to go out the window the quickest. And also watch women's golf because a lot of amateurs play more like women, like hit it more like female distance than your PGA pros. We, uh, we just had our son Crosby a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I think, I think my wife got a little golfed out. That's all we watched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that was I can. I understand that. My husband does a one and done. He runs a league with all of his guy friends. So they pick one golfer um, and then you can't use them the rest of the year. So everything's so strategic. Um, and he watches golf. He, every Thursday it's on. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> come well, on, my, buddy. But my, if we, if he misses the cut, he's done. He's like, we don't need to watch the weekend. And I'm like, well, that's the most fun part about it. Absolutely. I, I would say my TV stays on it. So, um, I don't like to say I'm specialized in my daughter, but I guess if that's the only thing she watches, I may need to. That's okay. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple times, maybe just maybe during um, Monday through Wednesday, other sports, and then Thursday through se Sunday can be golf. I must ask, uh, did you ever see yourself coaching when you left Virginia? 
Um, I don't think so. I don't know what I wanted to do, honestly. Um, but now that I'm in coaching, I wouldn't see myself doing anything else. And, you know, a lot of coaches, I'm sure you've had them, they always have that one saying, what is Coach Barlow's one saying that if you ask the player? I think my team would, oh, what, what, what do I ask a player? Oh, well, if I were to ask a player, hey, give me Coach Barlow's saying for the team, well, what would they tell me? They'll probably tell you two things. Well, they'll probably play, tell you one thing, and it's adapt, adapt, adapt. <laughs> because during COVID, we had to do a lot of adapting to what was thrown our way. Um, and I tried not to say it too much this semester, but my team kind of got on it and was like, you have to adapt. <laughs> so I think that's probably what they would say. Was that very rough for you coming in? Like, you get all these joys of excitement in your first opportunity as the head coach and your program and then to have something like COVID just kind of put a puncture in the cell if you want yeah I think I think at the beginning of it I was like okay we're all going to come back this is going to be normal um and then when fall came and we weren't traveling and we weren't doing anything and then when the spring came everything was super limited I think I got a little frustrated um but um, stuck through it all and everybody's doing well and we're I'm still enjoying it here so that's a positive absolutely well thank you coach Barlow for meeting with me today of course thanks have, for having me and we will definitely keep the Richmond Spiders women's golf team on our radar and yes please do from now on please do thanks Victor have a good one coach go Spiders Yes. Bye. What's up, everyone? Thank you for watching and listening to the interview with Callie Barlow. We are excited to have her on in the future for more appearances on Three Putt Golf Show. She has an exciting program over there in Richmond, and things are going to get even more exciting there. She's doing a phenomenal job, and don't be surprised if they win the Patriots League Championship next year. You heard it from her. They're playing in Richmond. It's going to be home turf. Exciting to watch. Well, y'all stick around till Wednesday as we will be dropping the next episode of Three Putt Golf Show. Recapping the Zurich Classic in New Orleans where Cantley and Shoffley put on a display of pure excellence, breaking records and setting new records. And we're going to also preview this week's action and let you know who I exactly I have to keep an eye on this weekend. Until then, y'all be safe. And remember, Three Putt Golf Show is the one you need to know about all your golfing knowledge. <laughs>